You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Five minutes after nine Central African time, uh, let's welcome our wonderful listeners of Radio Island Sar International, our wonderful listeners of Sirius FM, and of course our wonderful listeners of Merkel Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners plus 2784. 786-3132 Ustad, our breaking news Let's go to Gaza Ustad Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Israeli Defense Minister says Hamas has lost control of Gaza Obviously they try and save face They can't release one hostage And they say that Israeli soldiers pictured in Hamas parliament Building in Gaza So remember that they are showing U.S. State Department Netanyahu Has made comments about post-World War Gaza That are different from the vision Blinken laid out You see, already they're putting him You must remember in a corner Okay, I told you this one before Families find Israeli government That falls for kidnapping Failed return of hostages So among the Jutlas themselves You must remember they are great great issues and so forth and then it's still going on with the world's eyes on Gaza Netanyahu can't gaslight Americans too meaning upset them and so forth and you must remember this ex-US Intel International Director Klepper says destroying Hamas means destroying Gaza Strip so it means it's a foolish thing to do that that you want to destroy Hamas and you will destroy everything there so remember that that is what they do. Israel's deadly complacency wasn't just an intelligence failure. So remember that there's so many issues going on. Allah Jalla Wala give our brothers, the Mujahideen, sisters, children, victory there in Gaza against the enemies of humanity. Somebody says if someone burns the Israeli flag who start in public to enrage the Jews, will that be permissible and regarded as part of jihad who start? 100% in South Africa you do it, you'll get reward. Quran says, you must enrage them you must make them angry so you must take it and burn it we got no problem with that so you must remember this they are the Haramis they don't want to allow the Palestinian flags to fly millions of people are flying the flags mostly non-Muslims go look at Australia go look at UK go look at Brazil go look at you must remember America and the Southern American countries Latin America so remember that they brought Palestine back into the agenda one when I went to United Nations right inside security council I want to do just see and the White House that day they were discussing Palestine so you must remember but with all the so-called normalization then while Palestine was going to be marginalized we all indebted to Hamas that they brought it back right in the mainstream and they brought it back there and now 80% of the world and 90% of the world supporting Palestine and the Jutlas Haramis the super terrorists only left with 10-20% of the people of the world. Someone says Sharia law may apply in a Muslim country, Ustad. However, what happens to a Muslim person who transgresses in a non-Muslim country, Ustad? So here in South Africa, who prevents you from applying Islamic law on yourself? I'm asking you. 
you know, according to the government, abortion is legal. According to the government, gambling is legal. According to the government, fornication, adultery, gay business is legal. But you as a Muslim, we hope and you pray and we pray that all of us remember we never get involved in drugs, never get involved in alcohol and gambling, fornication and in gay business and adultery. So in in interest and usury and all this. So Islam wants a self-reformation. So that is what is not. It's not only you must remember you need an Islamic government. We need you, O Muslim, O Muslimah, to understand the very meaning of Islam and Muslim. Islam, Muslim means we surrender lovingly, willingly, sincerely to Almighty Allah Jalla wala, to Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam without the laws of the government also because we will be questioned by Almighty Allah and the day of reckoning will take place and there's no law telling you you can't practice Islam. My wife, your wife, millions of hundreds of people, their wives children, daughters, they got niqab, hijab, everything. Nobody prevents you that. So remember that the Islamic Sharia will come afterwards from top. Islam says, what about you at the individual level? So that is there. So your talk is at the bankam. That Islamic Sharia is only, you must remember, applicable in Muslim countries. So we must apply Sharia to the best of ability individually as well in all countries of the world. What is the reward for being a Hafiz or a Hafiza? Can you take seven people to Jannah with that? Remember that is not the carte blanche statement that you must remember that Quran Kareem states Surah 15 verse number 9 Inna nahnu zikra. Verily we have revealed this Quran Sharif piecemeal gradually this reminder Wa inna lahu and we Allah uses the royal pronoun to stamp his majesty sovereignty authority for this Quran and reminder we are the Hafizun, La Hafizun. We were protected. No addition, no omission, no interpolation. We asked the Pope, can you read the gospel, the Bible in the original language? By heart, by memory, the answer came, no hope for the Pope. We asked the Israeli chief, you must remember, Rabbi, can you read the Torah in the original language? The same Torah revealed to Moshe, Tabi Musa, salam, he called us anti-Semite. You ask anybody else, nobody can do that we Muslims Allah loves us so much when we attach ourselves to the Quran Sharif then Allah took his attribute Hafiz and transferred it to me and you who became Hafiz the Hadith in Mishkat Sharif you must remember when you become Hafiz and you practice on it you carry out the do's you abstain from the don't so many Hafiz today don't read Fajr Salah don't read other Salat they don't read Quran and they forget the Quran so for them there's no glad tidings they read for them is punishment so you must practice on the Quran and so forth then you will take 10 people to Jannah each one of them was supposed to go to Jahannam but Allah's mercy came and Allah let him the Hafiz the Hafiza intercede on their behalf and then they entered into Jannah and Paradise mm. somebody says Ustad, it's a non-Muslim, says that as a Christian, what proof do you have that made you believe that Islam is a true religion? 
Anonymous, Ustad. My brother, simple thing I ask you, right? What is your name? Tom, Dick, and Harry. So we'll call you Tom, Dick, and Harry, right? Because you're anonymous, so there's no problem with that. So if I ask you or you ask me, it's a fair question. So I'll ask you, Tom, Dick, Harry, Tom, Dick, Mary, what is your constitution? So you will say the Bible, you will say South African constitution, you will say ABC. I will tell you my constitution, our constitution as Muslims is the Quran Sharif. It has stood the test of time. No addition, no omission, no interpolation. And we have millions of people who have memorized it, committed it to memory. You can burn all the Qurans in the world. Still nobody can take it away and expunge it from our hearts. You must remember that. So that miracle lives on. So we believe Islam is the only religion for salvation because the constitution did not accept any amendments to the constitution it is protected and preserved by divine preservation by all Allah himself go and look at your bible you come to my house I got five six bible I got bibles in English I got bible in Arabic I got bible in Urdu I got different different versions of the bible that even the virgins are confused so which bible you going to believe in Tom Dick and Harry which Torah you're going to believe in oh Jutla oh Jutli oh Harami so remember these things here then they will add so many things to it the Talmud and what and what they will tell you you can rape a Goyam lady you can murder a Goyam Gentile and nothing will happen to you it's all in there I sent it out the other day what what things the Jutlas they believe in and so forth so you got it my brother we are 100% sure there's not 1% doubt quarter percent doubt that no religion can give you salvation except Islam because our constitution the glorious Quran is in its pristine purity and none of you any person belonging to any faith in any part of the world can say that and if you can then bring us your constitution and show us that it is a divine scripture and it is in its pristine purity you know you can't do that when you start making dua you praise Allah first and then send durud upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and then ask for forgiveness or you praise Allah first and then ask forgiveness and then send Durud to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is the correct method Ustad first you praise Almighty Allah Jalla wala then you send salawat salutations Durud Sharif Adon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and then you beg Almighty Allah for your needs <coughs> it's good you can start from there Ya Allah we ask for forgiveness Ya Allah Allah ma'alaika bil yahudi al-zalimin al-muhtallin al-ghasibin Allahumma ahlik ala Saud kama ahlakta adaw Samud. Oh Allah, decimate the royal family of Saudi Arabia as you decimated and destroyed the people of Aden Samud. Oh Allah, Allahumma alayka bijuyushil Amerikiyin wa Israeliyin. Ya Allah, decimate and destroy the American army and the Israeli army. You didn't see how the plane of the Americans crashed. Five people died. Till today they don't know what happened. So Allah Ta'ala blew it out to pieces. You must remember that. Kudrat <laughs> 
a karishma. So always remember that whatever happens is the decree of Almighty Allah and not our degrees. Hmm. Ustad, if Islamic finance is not permissible, what do you suggest as the alternative, Ustad? So you must remember Islamic finance when you have scholars for dollars on board. For 40 years, 30 years, we're issuing fatwas. Not one day did we take money. For 40, 50 years, we're performing nikah. Not once did we take money. So you must have ulama and they will show you. Not they are aligned to that bank and then you pay them every week, every month and every year and so forth. So then they will look for every loophole, every healer and shortcut and skaldakhari to legalize it and so forth. So Islam is not against the finance. Islam is against the scholars for dollars who are doing this to make it compliant and fool the public and use Arabic terminology because they know the masses are asses. What the public know about Ijara and Musharaka and Murabaha and they do know nothing. So you must remember these type of things here. So you need a panel of ulama who will not take a cent from the banks and so forth. Totally independent and then you pass the fatawa and verdict. Once the money element comes in then you will have scholars for dollars. I see Dumisani says but should South Africa allow the Northern Cape and the Western Cape to go together and be an independent country? Tumisani, you start. Tumisani, which world are you living in? You must remember that when I was a young boy, you were only born Tumisani under, after 90s, right? So you don't know anything about apartheid, right? You never loved it. We loved it and we know what it is. So we had four provinces. We had Transvaal, we had Natal, we had Free Start, Free State, and we had Cape. So finish. So now after democracy came, they made it nine provinces. Now you want to come and make it again. So you must remember, just leave things as they are. Every time you bring a change, it just calls you millions and millions and millions. Personally, me, I'm dead against all these things. That changes town's name and the city's name and the street's name. By the time Domasani's children, grandchildren come, they won't even know who is Jan van Riebeek. They won't even know who's put P.W. Botha. They won't even know who's Foster and Farhood. So you, who you fought against, the apartheid regime, but you don't know who were the architects of apartheid. You, Domisani, if I ask you, when was the Nationalist Party came into power and when did apartheid start? I lay your bet you can't answer that. <laughs> you know nothing about it. You see, Domisani, so go and do good for the country. Don't come and go backwards and all these things. He says, I wouldn't know that. That's way time back who started. You see, that's what I'm telling you. You know nothing, Domisani. You only know to sit on your laurels and watch TV. You waste your time, Domisani. I'm telling you, get in involved in serious reading to read about the Nets and what mm. they did and so forth they came into power in 1948 and the architects were for Wood and Foster and all these characters and then and then how the Bruder Bond came into existence what they did for their Arama Burkis and the stupid Burkis they never left the Burki poor even the Arama stupid idiot Burki you must remember you know the mayor Burki the white man they gave him some job there with the railway station. They say you must put the flag up, put the flag down. Put the flag up, put the flag. And they gave him a good house and that. They took care of their people. Your guys came and they got fatter and fatter as Tutu Tutu said. You had the gravy train under the whiteies and now we got the gravy plane. So that is the disaster of South Africa.
I am a student of Dean. Can Mufti sir please give me some advice, Ustad? So I give you advice. You must never please people. Always stand for the truth, even if you're alone. And attach yourself to Quran Sharif. Attach yourself to Sunnah Mubarakah. Every day learn one hadith by heart. And I don't know which Dalum Madrasa you are in. So learn some good Arabic and learn some good Urdu English. You know, obviously. And always make go to one sheikh of yours in whom you got confidence in. Not he's looking at your pockets and so forth how much he can get out of you he must be there to make you a better practical Muslim and cry to Allah Hazrat Qarite Yavsaf Rahimahullah who ran the Darulum for 58 years 60 years he said mm. so every day read two rakat salat and say Allahumma jalni minal maqbulin ya Allah accept me for your deen you want advice you see, to this week I'm going here, Urkhis, and where you say, there's a Bronkus Prate. You have to think of that name, you know, Bronkus Prate. <laughs> Must be some river stream there. So next week is Cape Town, right? <laughs> and the week after that is Newcastle, and the week after Cape Town. So all to do, all with my students, inshallah, 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 is three weeks. So when I speak to them, I always give them this two, three advice. I say the trouble with ulama youngsters today is you'll put yourself for auction. So what I mean by that, you say this uh, mother's masjid, 5,000. That masjid, that madrasa, 10,000. That one there, 15, 20,000. Yeah, that one is right. So already your intention is tainted, polluted, you must remember. So leave that. Whatever is in your takdir, you will get. Khulus, meher, khulus. Carry on with your work with sincerity. Allah will make the means for you. You see that? That is how Islam functions. And once you get under the corporate world, the rich people, rich trustees, and so forth, then you are compromising yourself. You can't speak the truth. Because if you speak the truth, then they're going to hold back their donations, they will hold back their sponsorship. And that is the tragedy of the ulama. We make mudahana and we compromise for the deen of Islam. So what's the difference between us and the hypocrites then when we can't speak the truth? Think Mm. about that properly, student. Mm. Somebody says, Ustad, we're shifting to another place. What must we do? So, mashallah, make istikhara, move in on a Wednesday, move in on a Friday, and it's not much, but it's good, and inshallah, read Surah Baqarah, give out some charity, and take a house, take premises near the masjid. Today, people want to live in the elite area. We want to live with the Jones and the elite strata of society. You can't hear azan, you can't do anything. Suddenly, you see that the house are getting less tirawad, less zikr, less dua, less everything. You went into a toxic environment, so what you expect then? So go to a place where the facilities, infrastructure is there, there's masjid there, madrasa there, ulama there, and so forth. Like, Lens, we're blessed here, you must remember that. 50 masjids, how many darulums, how many madrasas, mm-hmm. how many ulama? So it's only Allah's fuzzle, Allah's mercy. <laughs> Listen to this one, Ustad. I'm also a student of Deen. I'm listening to Mufti Sab, and I'm doing iftar course. I don't like Mufti Sab breaking ties with ulama. In my iftar course, that's not permissible. That's why Allah's azab is on Ghazza Ustad. So you must remember that you're a mufatiyah. You're not the iftar student, you're a mufatiyah. What you are? Mufatiyah. So say, repeat after me. You're a mufatiyah. Iqbal You idiot, you say, I'm breaking ties with the ulama. 
Your so-called ulama went to the court to close the masjid. Your so-called ulama cannot call the Shias kufar. Your so-called ulama went to court with the lesbians. Your so-called ulama, you must remember, are selling the deen left, right, and center. And you tell me, you still got the gold to come and tell me I'm breaking ties. So that's why I called you a mufatiya. Mm. You understood? And you can tell that to your teachers who are indoctrinating you with all that. Mm. Well, you're not mufti, you're a mufatiya. Mm. Usaid, uh, I took my shahada on the 24th of August this year on your morning show. Can you please help me contact the sisters in Isipingo? I'm from Mayville, Durban, Tahira Williams. Ustad. Tahira, write this number down. You must, okay, if I give this number, there's a big problem for my sister and them. So just, you got the number there, Molana? Okay, yeah, I'm writing the distinct, my sister and their number. Don't announce it there and just uh, type it out there and so forth. So, and just send it to her there. Okay, sister Tahira, my sister, my niece, all of them are there in Ispingo Beach and you just contact them. They're listening now also and just tell them, are you AK sister? Here's the number here, Molana. The one in Top, yes, it here. Don't announce anything, otherwise, my sister's line will stop. <laughs> will be all the time. So, she's there, and remember, my nephew is there, Mona Ismail Karim, and all of them are there. So, they'll help you with whatever you want, my sister Tahira. So, you are in Durban, and they are in Ispingo Beach, but they'll make all the arrangements for you. And inshallah, whoever you is Muslim, you sent it, right? Perfect. So, you must remember in a case like that. <clears throat> so, you got it, my sister Tahira. Just tell us you got the number. And then everything is fine, and you contact my sister. You phone them tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. So they will answer and just say, AK told me I was phone, and then everything is lungile, everything is fine. Muslim, Muslim brother is an alcoholic. What to read? How to help him, Ustad? So you must remember, my brother, you must know that uh, Islam, two industries are totally condemned, A to Z. One is the industry of interest. Remember that everybody connected to its interest, giving, taking, witnessing, the scribe, the lawyer, the accountant, everybody who's active in it is cursed by Almighty Allah. Go and read about alcohol, about, about interest, go and read about interest in Surah 2, chapter 2, verses 275 to 279, and you will find, you must remember the wa'id, and what is the wa'id, the warning. Chapter 2, verse 279, for if you don't abstain and refrain, you must remember from interest, then be prepared for a war against Almighty Allah and Mustafa You will not find that wa'id for any crime beside interest. So you can understand, uh, you must remember the consequences and ramifications of it. Next one is alcohol. Hadith in Ibn Majah, 10 people are cursed by all Almighty Allah by Mustafa sallallahu sallam, the buyer, the seller, the one transporting it, the one manufacturing, everybody. This alcohol, this gambling and all is napak, is impure, is the handiwork of shaitan. You must abstain from it. So that you become successful. Hadith in Muslim Sharif. 
Al-Khamru, il hadith of Nabi alayhi salam. Al-Khamru, ma yukhamirul aqla. It beclouds the mind. It damages your intelligence and intellect. You see these airlines, whole lot hypocrites. They will tell you this is a non-smoking flight. In the lavatories, they got smoke detectors and long speech they'll give. After 10, 15 minutes, when the lights go on, now they say, now you can, you know, sit comfortably and so forth. Now they start serving the snacks or the meal. The alcohol must come. But alcohol is worse than cigarettes. So you see. So their religion is only with business. Yu'minuna bil ghayb, believe in the unseen. They say yu'minuna bil jayb, how much we can put in our pockets. So that is the tragedy. So you, my brother, Allah gave you iman, gave you Islam. And see the one hadith. I just give you this. Hadith in Mishkat Sharif. When sharib al khamra, when you drink alcohol, then lam yaqbalillahu lahu salatan arba'ina sabaha. For 40 days, your salat is not accepted. It don't mean that you must not read salat for 40 days. You must read more and more salat. Make tawbah, but you don't receive the optimum, maximum reward. So therefore, brother, I can give you a long lecture. Nothing is going to help. You have to have the willpower. Take that bottles now and smash them all to pieces and say, Ya Allah, I did it for your love, for your pleasure, and you help me, O Almighty Allah. Then you will be going on the right path. So just one more before we go for our interval. Somebody says here, Salams Hazrat, it's hurting too much in the heart. Will it be permissible to end one life through committing suicide? Please make ma fustad. So you must remember that we're not Hazrat and that we're ordinary mortals and sinners and non-entities. So why you want to end your life in Islam? Iman. Iman means Allah is giving you aman, peace, tranquility, serenity. What happened? Your wife, your husband hit you. Your husband is having an affair. Oh, he got caught up in drugs or what have you. What broke your heart so much? But Allah is Arhamur Rahimin. Chapter 39, verse 15. Never become disillusioned in the mercy of Almighty Allah. You, my brother, sister, go on your musalla now and repeat these words. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma swalli wa Allah riddu sharif wa jurid in salat and in namaz and then say, Ya Rahman Rahimeen. Ya Rahman Rahimeen. Ya Rahman Rahimeen. Irhamna, Ya Allah. You are the most merciful merciful one to show mercy envelope me in your mercy never let me do such a stupid foolish thing for committing suicide if a person commits suicide he goes to Jahannam forever and ever and ever if he considers it permissible and even if he doesn't consider it permissible then he stays in the hellfire for a very very long period so don't ever do that whenever the thought comes say A'udhu and repeat what I told you Ya Arhamar Rahimin Allah make easy we make dua for you Allah remove all your difficulties and Allah read the Asma'ullah al-Husna the 99 names of Allah Allah will give you inshallah peace tranquility and serenity 29 minutes to 10 we go for an interval when we come back inshallah we will continue what the Q&A. Don't go away. Stay tuned.